Welcome to Gain That Tune. everybody it's game that tune and we are back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we've got john regan with us say hey hey we've got david fleming say hey hey and we've got jesse moore say hey hey hell yeah guys welcome back game that tune in the house for episode 200 and 84 and my goodness guys it's going to be a great show tonight if you're just joining us here on game that tune what we are going to do is quite simple. We are going to listen to video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We are going to goof off and have a ton of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays their bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the fantastic David Fleming. And David, he's got a fantastic theme for tonight's episode. I'm feeling good about this episode, David. Feeling good about this theme. Tell everybody what it is. I'm glad you're feeling good because... That is the theme. Uh, the theme is games that make you happy, games that make you smile. Just, I just want to share some good vibes all around tonight. Mm-hmm. Now, David, are we being prohibitive with that? Are we saying good vibes only? I mean, no. But well, I we also draw a like... hard line sometimes. You know, the, those good vibes only people. You you, you got to think about how tough it is to live a life like that. Like. Well, I'm you, also you can't let anything negative in, enter your sphere? I mean, come on, man. Well, I'm also thinking, like, the theme was games that make you happy. So, like, does a really shitty, awful game make you happy? Sometimes. I mean, sometimes. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. so I guess the three of you picked really awful, shitty games. I mean, yeah, David, come on. We, you know, it, it depends on where the happiness comes from. I mean, we all grew up renting games for Nintendo 64s from Blockbuster. They weren't always very good, but you got good vibes connected to that feeling, man. That feeling of going to the store and trying out, I don't know, fucking war gods for the Nintendo 64. <laughs> then Rez, I think John picked win back tonight. Rez on the I PS2 did. may not be a great game, but you can get that transcriber hook up and get, you know, some great vibes out of that. Okay, That's so, true. like, the theme is games that make you happy, and we'll see how everyone interpreted that tonight. See... The, the funny thing is, you know, a uh, brief sidebar as we begin the episode, we never talk about like, oh, hey, what you guys playing? But I started playing a little game this week called Metroid Dread, and I am shocked by how happy it made me to play that game. I'm like, now, you know, I know David used this for the episode, for a show already, you know, several, uh, several episodes ago, but... I'm shocked that in spite of the title, Metroid Dread, a, a title literally with a different feeling in it, it, it made me pretty happy to be playing that game. I was really enjoying it. So I was just like, oh, man, do I run it back already? No, I'm not breaking the rules. Yeah, and it's a hard thing to explain. I don't know why I feel so happy playing that game. But uh, well, that's, what we're, just... that's what we're here to find out. Everybody yeah. brought a game, it made them happy, and you know, mm -hmm. let's share why. Exactly. If you, uh, you know, if you find your happiness having your face penetrated by an Emmy, that's uh, that's your business, baby. 
if you can justify it, it could be on tonight's episode. So, man, we got five fantastic games. Great games. Good games. Good feelings. Good vibes. Uh, we've got a fantastic fan request. And, uh, Johnny, we just got to jump into it. So let me hear you say it with a smile, Johnny. Let's, uh, let's start game one. Game one. This game sold 12 million copies worldwide after 17 days of its release, um, with 1 million of those in Japan alone, which uh, makes it one of the fastest-selling open-world games of all time.
So I'm sorry, Jesse, you said 1 million copies in Japan in the first 17 days of release? Yes. Okay, I am feeling very confident in my answer. Okay, cool. Can't wait to see what you guys got. Ooh. Okay, uh, David says Dragon Quest 3, incorrect. What? And Johnny and John have the correct answer with Elden Ring. This is Elden Ring. Uh, it's a little little. Indie oh, is game. it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> little little game that came out a couple weeks ago. Um, it's yeah. This. It's, go ahead, David. I was just going to say, it's weird to me to, to think of this game as coming out a couple weeks ago, because I feel like everyone's been talking about this game for the last year. Mm-hmm. Like, everywhere I turn, people are talking about Elden Rings. Right. Uh, this is the, uh, I haven't played it yet myself, but this is the spiritual successor of Breath of the Wild. Um, You know, it does share a lot of uh, Breath of the Wild DNA. Um, I was gonna say I have one specific strand of DNA to you know yeah. to drive that point home, uh, in that it came out shortly after a Horizon yes. game and completely <laughs> ate its lunch. It totally <laughs> did! Oh my god! <laughs> Those poor Horizon developers, man, they, they just keep on making win. these fantastic games with these fat, hairy-faced women, and they just can't get past these other open-world games that come along and eat their lunch. <laughs> You didn't see that, David, where people were getting real mad because Aloy has uh, facial I, hair. I support Aloy's like a mammal. Face. Yeah. yeah, that's like, I, you like know, every I was, person. I was going to, like, make a big stink about it, but I was like, no, we're having fun tonight. But yeah, yeah. like. And I have good vibes about Aloy being a fucking angry round face with a little bit of peach fuzz. Like, it doesn't bother me, really. Like, uh, you know, that's if that's what, that's what people want, like. that's good. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, oh, I'm no, sorry. She's, she's got full cheeks and a little bit of fuzz. <laughs> People who are like, oh, no, women have to look like plastic dolls are just fucking wrong. Well, like, if anything, weird. I'm just exhausted about the Aloy discussion because graphics have just gotten out of control. I simply don't want to know about this <laughs> at all. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Um, Aloy is not in Elden Rings, is she, Jesse? Is she? Is you there can a... Probably... So in the character creation, you could curate a character that looks like her. Probably, I've so seen some like cool a, like like fuzzy face armor plays in that game. <laughs> yeah, you definitely can get fuzzy face armor in this game. Is it like the Soul Caliber character creator where you can just straight up make a Mega Man boss? No, not at all. Oh, it's not damn. That Dang. would be even even crazier. Um, yeah, so this Jesse, game... you've got six minutes to talk about Elden Ring. <laughs> oh shit, six minutes! <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just not actually setting a time limit, but this is just okay. such a like immense fucking game. I'm just like, man, this is the kind it of is. game that's not served well by our format. <laughs> so this game makes me feel every emotion, um, but oh yeah, pre- we never pre- limited the theme to just one yeah. emotion. Predominantly, though, happy. Like, like an example, I would say, um, you know, I'll, I'll get to a point where I get real frustrated and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to take a break. I'll turn the game off. I'll go in my room. Not 20 minutes later, I'm like, man, 
Wishaw's still playing Elden Ring. Yeah, kind I of think I could push past this. <laughs> I, I could, I could try one more time, and then you know I'll do that, and I'll fail again. And but then the thing about Elden Ring that's really great, and it's probably my favorite part of the game, is if if anything gets too challenging for you and you just just had enough trying, banging your head against the wall, you can just go fuck off and do something else because the game Steve. is so freaking big. Like it really. It really got into my exploring and video games thing. Like, that's what I loved about Wind Waker. That's what I loved about Breath of the Wild. That's what I love about, like, Skyrim. It's just you go, you see a thing over there that looks interesting, and Mm -hmm. you go to it, and you find stuff. Maybe it's cool stuff. Maybe it's just junk. But you you went and, like... That's what I love about uh, the uh, Fallout... Fallout 3 and New Vegas games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just Like, oh yeah, I've got a pretty big world to explore here. Like, I can't fuck with that thing yet, but I'll go, I don't know, the other way. Yeah. And just see what's over here instead. <laughs> and like, like Noel was like, so what's this game about? And I'm like, mm. shit, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, wait, I know what it's about. It's about this, it's about me being a fucking wizard trying to find cool magic and shit and yeah. hoping that these fucking monsters with 12 plus arms don't eat me. And that's mm-hmm. that's my that's the story of the game. What like, more do you want in a game? Yeah. Like the, the 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 game is so much about making your own story. Like yeah, there is this other story about like I don't know some like dudes that tried to become immortal or some shit and sure. now they got like weird like dragon arms and Is the story really of any consequence whatsoever? I mean, is it not just like explore I don't know, try to find things, it's, complete the game with one, you know, maybe like if you're really feeling like a badass, complete the game in one, you know, uh, it's, kind of character it's class like, and then come back and try it again with something else. Like, it's like, okay, chips are cool, right? You like to eat chips. a chip. But you know what's real good? Like salsa, guacamole, like dips and stuff. And then at that point, the chip is just a vessel of getting that delicious stuff into you. So this Elden Ring, the story is just a vessel to show you like really fucked up monstrosities you get to fight. All right, like, yeah. like all of a sudden, like you're like, okay, this thing has thirteen arms, like six heads, and like swords coming out of its face. I don't know why I'm fighting it, but holy shit, I'm fighting this son of a bitch. You know? Yeah. Um, and then the story is, what kind of what did you do to cheese the boss? He's like, oh, I got it stuck on a wall, and I hit around a corner and fired lasers at it. You know? God, that's my kind of story right there, baby. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, this flaming wolf got you know yeah. clipped through this you know ceiling, and I just shot it a yeah. bunch. <laughs> I, I don't mind. I got up on a balcony and made the boss fall down a hole. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, like those are the stories in the game. Like, now, does that happen very often? Can you defeat a boss by accidentally making it? Yeah, fall you, a there's some fucking goofy ass shit you can like do with bosses, which because which is really good for a fucking slob like me. Like that feels like uh, almost like a Lord of the Rings reference. I know we don't want to get into Lord of the Rings being basic bitch fantasy, but I love the idea of like you facing down a Balrog and then just dropping it down a goddamn chasm and moving on. <laughs> like, pretty much, yeah. There's yeah, some stuff it's like, like that. oh it's fuck great. this thing, you know. Bang! You shall not pass. The only thing that that would make it better is if there was co-op where one person kneeled behind it and the other person shoved it over. So it trips. There kind of is co-op. I saw a video today of this guy 
So you can have like other people invade your land and like try to what? kill you, but you can also ha- and you can invade other people. But there's also like co-op. People can join your game, and that's like half the way I beat like the hard bosses is I just let some other do the work where I shoot magic from behind. <laughs> and uh, but so I saw this guy, he was fighting a dude, and the dude kicked him off of an off of like an elevator shaft, and he fell down the elevator. But the elevator was going up, and <laughs> And when he landed on the elevator going up, he had two of his friends that were there. And so when they rose up, the dudes just kicked the one dude off. These other two dudes just showed up and beat his ass. And it's like, oh, no, I thought we had him. That's pretty funny. Had a damn hero moment planned. That's awesome. Hmm. But, yeah. There's lots of moments like that. Um, like, Like, don't get me wrong. It's still fucking hard as shit. But there's a lot to, like like mitigate the difficulty with the amount of things you can do and um you know you have more freedom to experiment with more weapons and stuff to figure out what things you can work with magic is very helpful one thing Um, i'm wondering is are things it's not like in any way randomized or anything right like can you you can go if you say we're on a second playthrough and you knew where something really good was you could go find it Oh yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Cause yeah, like I I would want to do all my exploring and kind of really take note of where you find the good shit. And then uh, if I'm you know manage to beat this game and want to play through it a second time, like yeah, go find those things right off the bat and uh, get strong right you know right from the beginning that kind of thing. I uh, you know I don't know. I, I'm exhausted by like the open world games where it feels like you're not always uh, you don't know what to expect. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But, sidebar but yeah i mean i'm intrigued by this game fully and thoroughly i just you know having not played any souls games i'm not sure uh that's thing is so is this more accessible than the other souls games or is it just too fucking cumbersome being you know a souls game on top of the like most immense open world possible (laughs) i would say it's more it would be more accessible because like i said like um the only other one i've put some serious time in was dark souls three. And like, if you got stuck on a boss, like you basically just had to go, um, farm for souls in like the areas you've already done a bunch. Ah, okay. And but so not actually that, just go find yeah. something else, like another yeah. boss or side quest or anything like no, that. No, no, you were pretty much stuck there. Okay. But yeah, like, no, that's much more appealing to me. That's, but like this and the mat, like I've been playing, like maybe 60 hours and i'm i like to go into so many like nooks and crannies looking for shit jumping on stuff so love it and i still haven't there's still like a third of the map i haven't even been to so like there's still like there's a lot of fucking like just looking for stuff finding things finding new magic trying out the new magic uh new weapons weapons do different things like some like weapons can do magic also oh and they have summons in this so like you get to certain areas and you can like summon like uh like wolves to help you or um nice of the round (laughs) um no there is one where you summon like five like old rich zombies and they just like walk real slowly and have the torches and they're like sweet that's kind of funny you can summon like a giant jellyfish that like shoots like uh this like blood spell at people oh yeah watchman um, style uh i like the skeletons because uh whenever they die 
if you don't hit them again, they'll come right back to life with full health. So like the enemies often don't try to, you know, finish them off. So they just like come right back and that, that can fuck them up pretty good. Mm. Um, and I'm, yeah, the monster design is really well, really good. Go ahead, David. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say the monster design is really good. I was just going to say, like, I I could never get into watching streamers that played, like, Five Nights at Freddy's or any of those horror games where basically, like, all they would do is play a game and scream. Right. But streamers playing this game I have found very entertaining because they're just like, oh, this is a cool world. Oh, this is a nice little cave. Is there any treasure in here? Oh, God, what the fuck is that? Yep. No, no, run away, run <laughs> yeah. away, run away. <laughs> Who knew there would be something horrifying in here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, it's the very nature of this game. Um, but, yeah, it is fun just seeing what people can discover. And, uh, you know, I haven't watched a whole lot of people streaming this just because... Uh, every time that I tune in there, I don't know where they are in the game, but I feel like, ah, well, I don't really have my bearings on this. Like they're fighting something cool and hideous, but like how, you know, how far are they along? You know, am I, should I just be playing this myself? I don't know. It's, uh, you know, there's just there's a lot to take in with this game. It is, I think, you know, every, in every sense of the word immense. Yeah. I'm I, debating. I think... I think if you pull the trigger, you will find something about this game you like. Um, See, that's the thing. I feel like, you, know, you like you said, by being able to interact with an open world and like, you know, just like, okay, well, fuck this boss, I'm leaving. Like, that is, that just seems like if I have the time to play this game and put in the effort, then I will be able to get something out of this game just by nature of being able to kind of get the hang of it and kind of, you know, sharpen my fucking skills against something else before, you know, really trying to take on, like, the hardest things in the game. Like, you know, I, I like that, uh, I like that it's seemingly inviting in that sense. It's not just, okay, well, you reach the, uh, you've hit a wall and you're totally fucked. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you know, you hit this wall, but, like, there's, you know, 10,000 walls outside. Go hit yeah. them. <laughs> like, you know, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, I'll go check out that wall over there. <laughs> Um, just fucking it's a great big world of walls what is an open world if not a series yeah. of walls and, it, and it's a very like for as like like depressing and bleak as it looks it's also very beautiful like right there's some like parts where you look in and like you see the castles in the background and like the crazy like tree and stuff now and just, can like, someone this mod this cool. to not be depressing and bleak looking can we get like you know like a synthwave mod or like like Maybe. a rainbow mod, Ooh. a good vibes mod? That'd be cool. Uh, oh my God. I like the idea of just like this game is beautiful to look out. You climb up this cave and you look over the castle and see the sunset over the forest, and then a twelve armed monster with swords for eyes comes and stabs you in the heart. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Starts vomiting blood off in the distance. Like, huh? still beautiful though. This is mi- this is majestic. <laughs> the, the or, scale, the scale and scope of it. Really all. good blood physics. Yeah. I yeah. just I just found these things that look like like dogs, but with the proportions of like a T Rex. So like it looks like it has like a giant pit bull head Uh-oh. and like little like paw arms and a big tail. Those things are fucking horrific looking just there's some fucking weird ass monsters in this game it's i feel great. like that that 
the last thing we need to do before then moving on to the next uh, segment is a classic Johnny Would You Rather. Johnny, what do you got? Okay, would you rather fight one uh, T-Rex-sized dog or 100 dog-sized T-Rexes? What breed of dog? Are we talking exactly. like talking Newfoundlands or are we talking like... Chihuahuas? We'll just, uh, oh, what's a good, just like medium-sized dog? Like maybe a small pit bull? A golden retriever? <laughs> yeah, go, okay, golden retriever. Yeah, we'll say golden retriever's size. There's still T-Rexes, but they're about the size of a golden hey, retriever. medium? That's a big dog! <laughs> well, like imagine... compared to like a St. Bernard. Now I'm just imagining yeah, a T-Rex, but with like corgi legs. So it's right. like three inches off the ground. Now, Johnny, the real question I, I was hoping you were going to go for, would you rather fight one... Pitbull dinosaur-sized pitbull dinosaur, or 100 tinier pitbull and dinosaur, you know, th- like, you know, which hideous thing would you fight? Would you want to fight the giant hideous pitbull dinosaur or the 100 tiny pitbull dinosaurs? Like, combine the two, finally. I, Is there any desirability in fighting 100 tiny pitbulls? Can I just run away? Do I have to fight... <laughs> See, and that's the beauty of it. In Elden Ring, yes, yes. Johnny, yeah. you can actually just run oh, away from beautiful. this fight. It's the just, it's the the third option that's never available in any of these previous Would You Rather's. Is there like I, a has anybody done a pacifist run of this game? Just beat everything without actually laying a single blow yes. on a single boss. Yeah, I'm actually okay. I'm not sure about that, but uh, I I saw definitely a headline on Kotaku that said that people are doing pacifist runs of this. Um, and I feel like now I should click on that and read it because I want to know the details of it. Like, how can you possibly do that? Like, yeah, these you know, games do, have. It, like... Is it just the? Is it uh, the whole run is just making the bosses accidentally fall into pits? Probably like, something. Is, like is that. it a Looney Tunes run? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, I'm into it. Like another thing, like a misconception is like when you see like an enemy, you don't have to fight it. Like. You, the thing is, you fight. I, what I do is, I fight the stuff I know I can for sure kill. You know, if I see something, I'm like, maybe I can kill this. I'll poke at it and see what happens. And if it looks mm-hmm. too scary, I'll run. You know. Yeah. But there's like some things that you're like, that looks kind of tough. And then you're like, oh, okay, it's not as bad as I thought. You know. So it's like some tri- a lot of trial and error in these games. Um, yeah, that's what I like, baby. But you're constantly yeah. learning, you know? Yeah. Sounds I, good. I do want to say before we move on to the next game, um, shout out to Mork in our Discord who posted a, a picture of that monster. And Jesse, your description is exactly right. That looks like a dog grafted onto a T-Rex skeleton. Oh, no. Yeah, those things are... I don't care for that. Same, yeah, no, that's a, yeah, that's upsetting. Some, yeah, like, we need to need to mod this game. <laughs> yeah, this game needs to be less of this. Oh my god, that's hideous. <laughs> uh, don't love that. Um, anyway, Jesse, uh, excellent pick, and um, we could talk for hours and hours about this yeah. game, as I've been made to understand. So, uh, before we do that, we should probably just continue listening to other songs from other games tonight. Game two. Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs>
right. So um, trivia for this game. One of the developer updates says that hitting down and start when seeing an icon will not warp the player to the layer of smoke slimes. This is a reference to Mortal Kombat 2, where one of the ways to fight the character's smoke was to hit down and start when a man showed up on screen. So um, as you guys are writing your answers, oh shit, I just closed the window. Um, I do want to give a special thanks to Tay in our Discord because this is our fan request. Um, this fan request was also seconded by Akadar. So let's see those answers. Jesse seemed very confident. Um, Johnny has a very surprised looking penis. Uh, Jesse <laughs> says Elden Ring sadly incorrect um and john harrington has the correct answer this is slime rancher i played slime this. rancher who here has played it me i've, I've never heard of it until tonight it's on so, game pass ah so this mm. game has actually been on my radar, but sadly I haven't played it. Um, as I understand it, 
this game is kind of like a combination of Minecraft, Luigi's Mansion, and Dragon Quest. A combo. I, I can see where people would put those things into this. So I've only played a brief amount, but yeah, I understand. So basically, it's a it's a first person game where you're in the distant future and you're exploring a planet and you have a like a vacuum gun and you're collecting slimes as well as food and other objects and then you take them back to like a base camp to raise the slimes and as you feed them they grow and evolve and then release objects or material called plort and using that you can Excuse sell me. you can sell plort to like make money and whatnot by following like a market so it's kind of like the the open world and crafting aspect of Minecraft, you've got the vacuum gun from Luigi's Mansion, and then it's all slimes. It's just cute, adorable little slime monsters. And there's multiple different versions. Um, every different slime creature has a diet and, like, a favorite food. So you find tabby slimes, which look like they're slimes with little cat ears that prefer to eat, like meat type things um there's smoke slimes and like electric slimes and all these different kind of slimes that you kind of capture and raise to evolve to get their plorts and then sell <laughs> every time i try, I try to sell my plort i get kicked right out <laughs> I, I can... <laughs> well, it's because you're not a licensed slime rancher johnny yeah, you just got a slimy plort <laughs> god yeah no, Johnny, they don't need your type of plort. Yeah, keep your plort to yourself. Yeah. Your slime ranch and all I can think of is like a brothel in Nevada. <laughs> it does kind of seem like the name for a brothel There's in Nevada. plenty of plort going on there. Yeah. You know, and plort seems so much of like an onomatopoeia. Like, yeah, it does plort. sound like... <laughs> it's a noise that sound. you pull it out and it makes oh, that sound. Goodness. See, see, plort is one of those oh, words tight. that's completely innocent, but somehow sounds very, very naughty. Exactly. No, it's bad. You know, I can just see it in like a like a comic, like sound effect, like lettering bubble, and I'm just like, oh, I don't even plort. want to imagine what's next to. When but... Batman punches a villain. Plort. <laughs> oh, I thought you were reading some kind of Batman porn comic again. I told that you to stop reading also those, what man. I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, the one new one came out and it had the Riddler. Batman Except porn he changed comic? changed his name the Diddler. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> well, it was, it was sitting right there. <sighs> um, but yeah, so David, this game, it, uh, it, uh, it's looking pretty uh, pretty dang colorful. <laughs> pretty uh, pretty happy. It's very cute and it's very charming. It has a really soothing soundtrack. Um, every, excuse me, every like area that you explore in the game has multiple variations. There's like a, a sunrise version, a night version, a sunset version, and there's different songs for each version. So like you get super chill vibes during sunset and whatnot. And it's just, as I said, I, I have not played it. It's on my list. But it seems like just a 
very charming, relaxing game. Like one of those games that you just kind of like, I had a shit day. I just want to decompress. I'm going to play an hour of Slime Rancher. Yeah, I'm going to go feed my slimes. It's going to be soothing. Um, and so this is in no way connected to Dragon Quest. These are not, these are different slimes. Yes, they are not the Dragon Quest slimes, but um, I want to say like 90% of the creatures are slimes. You do Dope. find chickens randomly, um, mm. and I think there are some enemies. I know that if you, you can, ah, this is going to take us down a path. You can like breed slimes. You can sort of combine two different slimes to make a different type like a hybrid version but um, if you try sense. to combine three different ones they become these like evil tar slimes that will try mm. to like kill you um so there are enemies in the game but yeah predominantly it's just cute squishy blobs everywhere mm. you look yeah, they look it's pretty happy <laughs> jesse cute squishy blobs everywhere more uh, <laughs> are this so the slimes are they they're not at any point like aggressive. Is it just like, you know, kind of capture and like, you know, breed and feed the slimes and they're as happy the whole time. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting from the screenshots here. Like, yeah, pretty much. It um, doesn't seem least... like you fight anything. It seems like you just go find them and take them back and feed them, make them happy, continue to make them happy. Like, I can't find a picture of a slime looking upset in any of these uh, results. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Um, like I said, you don't have an actual gun. It's kind of like a vacuum gun. So you kind of either suck up slimes or you suck up food to then feed to slimes. Right. Like, it's it's a very charming game, and it's very soothing and adorable. But yeah. it also it has an open world to it. Um, mm. Not in an Elden Ring's way where there's, oh, okay. you know, Eldritch Abominations trying to stab you. Right. We're just kind of like, just oh, wait, I can I can climb up this mountain. Oh, there's a cute little pink slime. Yeah. It's not like you find a, very, a really hard to feed slime and you're just like, I can't feed this slime. And you just have to walk away and go explore another corner of the map. No, it's just slimes. You just find them and feed them and ranch them. Just keep exploring and finding more adorable slimes. I, you know, I like it. I like that we've gone back to back with open world games, and they are so drastically different. <laughs> like, you know, what I don't like. I honestly don't care for how many times we said slime just now. We're <laughs> saying slime you know, way too much. <laughs> and we just with... started the show too. Yeah, and I mean, we got through the whole Elden Ring thing without saying slime, and now I feel like we've gone way past our slime quota in just this segment. I'm sorry. You got a problem with slimes? Try to use the words ooze. Um, it's starting to lose all meaning, man. It, you know, or it's just starting yeah, to feel sure. weird to say it. It's not ooze rancher. It's slime rancher. Right. What about like Is Nickelodeon there a between uh, slime and ooze? What about Gak. Nickelodeon Gak Rancher? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Gak Rancher. Yeah. Little Gak Rancher. John, to get to your question, I feel like there is a difference. I feel like ooze is less sentient than slime. What about Phloem? Yeah, oh, we're talking old Nickelodeon products. You mean yeah. the um, Ferris Bueller's girlfriend? <laughs> Whoa! Phloem? What? Phloem. Oh, I thought you said Sloan. I'm sorry. 
Uh, I know what you thought he, yeah, what you thought he uh, said there, and yeah, that really makes it funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, what about what about uh, that sand that doesn't get wet, David? Where does that fall in the like slime? Sand? Spec- Flint Marco. Squan. No, yeah, uh, <laughs> squand. Flint Marco. Oh, drop it in a fish tank and then pull it back out and somehow it's dry. That's what Nickelodeon made me believe. Is oh, that, yeah. You know, you know, what, about that, what about that Spanish dessert? Flan. Flan. Yeah, I mean, that, that's an enemy in one of these Final RPGs. Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Flan. You mean Ferris Bueller's girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Fran? Yeah. Flan? You mean Fran Drescher, isn't it? This? Ferris Bueller's friend that they steal the car from? <laughs> God, I would love so much if you were just like... <sighs> no, never mind. It's okay, David. Yeah, we shouldn't be on the Ferris Bueller tangent because you shouldn't have thought that Jesse said Sloan instead of Floam. That's, uh, <laughs> that was a fun one. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is adorable, man. I can see why this might inspire good vibes. I'm getting a, I'm getting a good feeling off of it. Not a game I want to play, but the kind of game that if my son said, Daddy, I want to buy that game, and like play it and interact with these adorable slimes, I'd be like, yeah, good. Like, I'd be like, son, with what money do you have to buy this game? <laughs> yeah, get a yeah. job, kid. If for some reason that kid's able to browse the eShop and he lands on that, I'm like, maybe. Okay. <laughs> you know, not going to say no. Daddy, daddy, I want to play this game. Mm, I don't know. You're not shoving a chainsaw into anyone. Exactly. I don't know yeah. that that's right for you. Sorry, my four-year-old son. You're going to need to finish Metroid Dread before we buy a new game. <laughs> <laughs> and then Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Let me it's introduce you again. to Bayonetta 3. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, man. Uh, great. Uh, I was going to say great pick, David. And then I realized this is the request. Get a great request pick, David. Way to pick a fantastic request. Uh, do you want to give props to the uh, requesters again there? Uh, yeah. Shout out to Tay and our Discord who requested this. Yeah. Good, uh, good, good request. Love it. Um, David, anything else? Uh, do you want to, like, r- you know, real quick rank the slime like things that we've mentioned in this segment? Do you want to do, like, a tier list? Uh, not really. S <laughs> tier, it, it has slime. No, well, S tier also contains Sloan from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And see, yeah, there's, the, I mean, there's the top two, baby. <laughs> I was going to say, S tier slime from Dragon Quest and Mia Sarah from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> Whew, hubba hubba. <laughs> Game
All right, guys. So this game received an enhanced port in 2008 for the PlayStation 2 and in 2012 for the PS3, 360, and Windows that added, amongst other things, time-based features and Easter eggs, including special costumes and new stage backgrounds. John, I think you're still on mute. All right, guys, how you feeling? I'm feeling so great. good, happy. Mm-hmm. Not great. Thought you guys might be. Let's see it. Oh, Johnny says Elden Ring. Jesse says Elden Ring, and David has the correct answer. He says Nights into Dreams. Now on GTT Radio. That's right. Nights into Dreams now available on GTT Radio. Radio.gamethattune.com. It's the best place to go listen to the Nights into Dreams soundtrack. Unless you want to support the uh, you know, official uh, you know, people that made it. In which case, you could probably go listen on a music service of some other kind. But no, you should go to Radio.gamethattune.com. That's the place to listen to it, baby. Um, man, oh man. Nights into Dreams. What a fucking game. David, did you play this one? I was going to say, John, I'm assuming you played this on Sega Saturn with the 3D controller. Did I ever? D- did you? No, I did not. <laughs> okay. Of course not. God, no, 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 no. I have not played this game in the slightest. I have not played this. I have not played the Wii uh, sequel to it. I have very little night's experience. That's it. This game makes me happy, baby. This game's fucking great. 
Um, look gonna, at this fucking game, guys. <laughs> I was going to say, I've not played the original Knights, um, nor have I played Christmas Knights. Mm. I have, however, played the Knights course in Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. So I feel like that counts. Pretty much. You got there eventually. Um, did you, uh, David, did you play the Wii sequel, the Journey of Dreams or whatever? I wanted to. I was very excited because Night seems like one of those things that I would be super into. And then when they made the Wii sequel, it's like, oh, I should get that. And then I read reviews and people were like, yeah, no, it's not that good. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It seems like this is a series of games, a series of two games uh, and one Christmas theme demo that people really want to be good. And I don't know that it is, but I don't know that I care in this case. It seems like such a cool wild. concept. <laughs> right. Like, what? you know, I have a real question. My memory of this game is exclusively seeing demos of it at, like, you know, Toys R Us or whatever. Right. And just me looking at the screen and being like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of like that, baby. So my question is. What the fuck is going on in this game? <laughs> what is this You know, this game? Johnny, uh, you're asking the wrong guy, because I'm prepared to kind of talk in abstract about this game, but even after, you know, listening to the soundtrack thoroughly and watching a pretty thorough gameplay video of it, I didn't watch one with commentary, so I kind of feel like I should have watched one where somebody's attempting to explain how the game is played and what the fuck is going on. Because if you're just watching, like, a long play of this with no commentary... It's hot nonsense, baby. Like, it is just crazy. And I love it. <laughs> like, as, as I understand it, it's kind of like a 3D platformer version of Little Nemo in Dreamland, where, like, kinda? you play as a character who goes to bed and then becomes this weird jester named Knights, and yes. you just kind of, like fly through rings in really abstract dream worlds. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, Little Nemo is actually, like, a pretty challenging platformer. I think the challenge in Knights really stems from... Uh, it It seems like it's kind of a time attack. If Based on what I was watching of long plays, there's a timer ticking down. And the and, boss fights are tough. And there, there are weird boss fights. But, like, the levels themselves, yeah, you're kind of flying through rings and you're collecting little collectibles that will enable you to uh, complete the level. But it's not a platformer because you're not really walking, you're flying. <laughs> so it's almost like a 2D Star Fox thing where you're just kind of... But you see, and even saying Star Fox, I'm just trying to think of a game where you're always flying. Because uh, you're not shooting anything. You're barely, you know, there's no action to it. Like... It's a really hard to describe game. <laughs> it's like pilot wings on acid. A little bit. It's it, kind of like that. It's like res on less acid. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, somebody like it's like a children's version of res. Um, but yeah, you know, I I I don't know. I, I I'm enamored with it. Honestly, it's got that weird mid '90s Sega Saturn aesthetic. It's fucking just bizarre to look at. Like, you know, I don't know what it was about the Sega Saturn's graphics. I don't know, like, 
this feels like the kind of thing that like you know this game is made by sonic team and it's the kind of thing that like sega would sign off on this game going out to market nintendo or like another company with stricter quality control standards would not sign off on this game going out to market because it just looks fucking inscrutable like you're playing as a flying jester character in dreams the stages have an immense amount of pop in like it's not 3d flying not platforming it's side scrolling but you're moving in a 3d space in strange ways and the world is forming around you and like appearing in such a way that it has to be intentional it can't be like I feel like they wouldn't have put it out like this looking this I don't want to say shitty because like I love how it looks but like the way the world it's very it's almost like avant-garde it's so fucking odd to look at like I mean the background's like a static image there's like landscape forming below you that you don't have to interact with because you're flying the whole time and it's like building itself as you're moving in 3D but you're still only really moving in 2D. It is really weird looking. <laughs> I mean, you still got to think about like the the graphic, you know, capabilities of the time and stuff right. like like for back at the time that that was like crazy. Like, oh, yeah, no, this it's, is it's 3D stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah, now it's like man, they got these all this stuff floating around and weird islands flying in the background with waterfalls and right. But see, and like yes. I feel like something's lost on something like Knights when you actually have the graphical capabilities to not have it look like this. Like, you know, I didn't play the Wii one, but it's like, yeah, it can't look this fucking bad. And <laughs> but like this that's part of the appeal. Like it's just so weird looking. <laughs> like, I, you know, the background's a static image and the 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 3D foregrounds, it's like you only you're only loading like half of what you need to see. Like the game needs the fog from the Nintendo 64, but they didn't have it. So like yeah, you're just moving through a fucking really hard to, you know, fucking picture world, and it's you know, it's very dreamlike in that sense. It's very, huh. very odd. <laughs> well, it is nights into dreams. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I love it. You like <laughs> that wasn't really a Mario Two sound effect, John. That was <laughs> yeah, thanks. Really just kind of restating the title, and you know, tying into the point that I feel like they were, you know, Sonic Team when they're, you know, they're like, yeah, this is this is what we want. Like, we want a game that's fucking kind of incomprehensible like this you know, is it a, doesn't... a yuji naki joint right yuji yeah. naka i believe yeah. yeah um you know who is like the creator of sonic and uh, uh it's the he's the producer on this the director is naoto oshima um i'm not sure what other games uh oshima's made but i know yuji naka recently he made uh, got... wonderworld got back in the news for Battle and Wonderworld and that's see that one is a whole different case like you can do anything you want you got PS4 and 5 graphics at your disposal and you made an unplayable fucking game <laughs> like what the fuck happened there <laughs> it, I, was you, this was this a launch title on the Saturn probably I think so. it was because they were like really pushing the 3D capabilities of the Saturn and like that specialty 3D controller well, because Saturn, yeah. maybe this game wasn't actually done, because the whole thing about the Saturn was that they surprise launched it on everybody, right? Right. Yep. And see, I kind of thought about that, too, because, like, this needed a little more time in the oven to look like a real, like, top-tier 
presentation like you would expect out of a, a group of developers like Sonic Team. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just that the Gotta go fast. Not, I don't know if they're just not capable of doing that because like I, I remember watching videos of Sonic R and some you know other Saturn games. It's like oh yeah, this is great, man. Like, but it, it just it, the the style is so so strange that it almost feels like it has to be a choice at some point. <laughs> I definitely think it was a choice because I remember looking at like the Wii version and then going back to the Saturn version and seeing knights like, okay, he's got really big feet and like really elongated legs and really round, long ears and like a round head. Like, okay, this is definitely like a stylistic choice for this strange jester, ethereal character. Yes. And then looking at the models for the humans, like, Oh no, that's just how things look. Right. All right. That's a choice. Yeah. No, that, you know, it's, it's got that nineties, uh, nineties look to it when it's not, uh, you know, it's not the fucking you know, actual gameplay. Yeah, it's got the 90s cutscene look like crazy. And yeah, the. Yeah. Um, trying to think of something else. I was going to say, like, it, yeah, it, the, the way the graphics move and, like, change, it's almost. It feels like it's got to be a choice because it's reminiscent of kind of the way. I mean, obviously, I can't describe my dreams, but, like, you know that feeling when you're having a dream and, like, you're kind of in one situation and then you just turn around and everything has changed and you're in like a completely different kind of like location or like scene it feels like they were almost trying to go for something like that you're flying around as knights you're flying through rings you're encircling things in rainbows you're squashing giant mechanical jellyfish and as this you know level progresses and you fly around like you know, next thing you know, like just by flying through the next set of rings, maybe you've activated something and the scene is changing completely. And it's almost like by only being able to show, you know, 10 feet worth of depth, they are able to kind of in some way recreate some of the, the sensation of just a dream unfolding in front of you. It's very, very odd, but it's it's so fucking cool. You know, like It's just... I don't know, man. It, it makes me happy to look at it. It's fucking, it's colorful. It's hot nonsense, but it's just the kind of thing where I'm like, you know, that's like I said, Sega would send something like this out unfinished, whereas Nintendo wouldn't. At the same time, Sega would fucking sign off on something like this, like Nintendo wouldn't. And I just, I, you know, like listening to the music and like watching gameplay of it, I'm like, big companies need to take dumb swings from time to time. Like, this is a dumb fucking game, but it's kind of great. It's kind of brilliant. Like, I just wish I don't know. if they were actually making a game about flying through dreams, you get to a level where you fly into a classroom and suddenly you're naked. Yeah. You know, I would love it. And I, also, I think I'm drawn to it because, <laughs> you know, so much of my dreams are just like, you know, kind of flying dreams. They're hard to describe and fucking just, you know, fucking confusing. And that's what this game is. Yeah, and it's just uh, yeah, that's the coolest dream you've ever had. I don't know. You know that's the thing. I, I can't speak to that. I don't remember my dreams all that well. But the, the other thing I was going to say is I have from time to time had dreams in like video game graphics. And this reminded me of that. Like I was that's telling the guys, I was telling the guys in the fucking radio chat, I've had recurring dreams where I'm essentially in the world, like the opening of Outrunners. 
where you're going down that big hill and the scenes unfolding around you there's cheering people on all sides sonic banners are flying around fucking there's carnival rides and shit the ocean's off in the distance i've had dreams in that world that sounds and cool. i i love it it's where i want to be baby <laughs> like, man it's that's just... that sounds so nice man like cause most of my yeah. dreams are dreams where like i'm eating glass and my teeth are falling out Oh, and I hate the food falling out dreams. They should make, oh, they should put that in the nights into dreams. Yeah. Oh, dude. I was, or I was actually gonna say like oh. nights into nightmares. <laughs> there would be an amazing level in nights into dreams if you're just flying through, like, and you pass through the last ring, and then suddenly you just stop and you just fall. And you just yeah. have that dream of you falling constantly. Right. Yeah. Or like, you know, if there is suddenly a dream, a dream level where Knights is not flying and they have one of my also recurring nightmares where they're having to slowly crawl across a bridge in a hurricane. I've had that one a few times. Ooh. It's not pleasant. <laughs> it's terrifying, guys. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, they, you know they should do that. They should have made a really hardcore sequel, like a you know Knights in the Nightmares, <laughs> Knights in the Mares. Um, <laughs> no, that's a different kind of game. Oh, yeah, that's that's a different <laughs> fanfic category. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, don't Google that. Um, what are you yeah, doing, man, Step Twilight Sparkle? Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. There's something in this jar. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> there's something almost, like profound about how weird this game is and i love it man it's you know uh i'm not giving it this much credit but it's got almost like the same vibe as like a spirited away type thing it's like this is so fucking weird and out there you know it's it's gotta be someone's fucking like you know just brainchild like someone's passion is on display in this game and, and the same thing i guess it's probably yuji naka because the same thing can be said for battle in wonder world i just don't know if it makes a fucking good good, good game that's worth playing in the case of battle in wonder world it doesn't um but in the case of this like yeah i think it's uh i don't know it's there's something about it man it just grabs me it just tickles me just right and it's just so fucking maybe it's also the fact that i haven't played it um because uh fucking i'm seeing in the chat uh fucking you know slider he's saying i i like it i beat it it's confusing and clunky like maybe a big part of my my romance for this fucking game is the fact that i haven't actually played it but uh yeah like I, good I, soundtrack wonderful fucking soundtrack they got uh you know great set of the sega composers working on that one they got uh tomoko sasaki now fumi hataya uh fume kumitani uh, just, you know, really great people that have done other work with uh, Sonic games and whatnot. That last song was one of the boss fights, and that's a bop. Um, you know, I just, uh, I love the soundtrack. It's fantastic. It's just, you know, yeah, very, uh, very airy and dreamy until you get to those boss fights music, and then it turns into, like, 90s Sega CD music, and it's like, yeah, good, fuck yeah, this is the perfect combo. <laughs> like, there's, uh, there's a lot to love about this game, but, um, uh, yeah, I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see somebody get their hands back on it, you know, like not Yuji Naka, because apparently he's really <laughs> proven with Battle in Wonder World that he has no idea what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> like, you lost your chance. Yeah, yeah. But see, it's I my kinda, baby. I'm so intrigued by that game. I don't want to put forth the time to play it, <laughs> but I'm fascinated by it. Like, how do you make wake a up game one day and be like, where it's oh, like, I know okay, all about it. Yeah, but like, I don't. That's the thing. I don't want to watch a video of it. I want to experience it myself. But like, 
it looks so fucking bad. And like the everybody has said, like, yeah, you can't make a game where you only press one button. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> you know, this uh, game should have been a fucking bad Netflix movie. It shouldn't have been a goddamn game. What is this? You, like, can, you can make a game where you press only one button. It's called Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, but, you know, oh, Johnny with a hot take, I guess. Or I don't know what that's supposed to also be. Also made by Yuji um, Naka. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, but I don't know, man. There's something. You know, if a modern Sonic game came out with, like, modern levels of production and these fucking crazy, like, psychedelic, gorgeous backgrounds, and all you did was just, like, press one button to jump and kind of move through them and not do anything, like, people would be pretty goddamn pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of what happened to Bell in Wonderworld. I can't say. Haven't played it, much like I haven't played Knights. But, man, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued by it because, you know, I, I like games that take wild swings. Yeah. I uh, I would like to like to see more things like this, more things that try to, you know, emulate my pleasant dreams. That's, uh, that's what I'm looking for, baby. But uh, in the meantime... Uh, maybe uh, maybe these next couple games will also emulate my dreams, Johnny. Let's uh, let's fly through those rings, uh, encircle you in a rainbow loop, blow up Jesse because he's a giant robot jellyfish, and uh, let's play game four. Game four. <laughs>
All right, guys. So uh, a little bit of trivia. Uh, this this game features um this racing game features five base characters, thirty bonus characters, sixty racetracks, twenty nine battle arenas, and fifteen hell map map hell racetracks. Who's got some answers? I'm feeling yeah. very confident in my answer. So good. <clears throat> we, I, I was feeling great after the first song. <laughs> <laughs> kind of lost me after that. <laughs> I was like, John's going to love it, then he's going to hate it. <laughs> no, let's see what well, I, I still love it. I'm just baffled by it. I don't know what we have here. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see him. Okay. So <laughs> David Drew, I think... I can't tell. Like, those are penises in space. No, penises racing. Uh, penises yeah. on a racetrack. That's uh, really good, David. Yeah. Jesse says Elden Ring USA, and John says Ducktona USA. Ducktona. None of these are correct. This is Sonic Robo Blast 2 Kart, a fan-made racing game. Whoa, what? <laughs> based based on, uh, so people took the original Doom engine and made a game called Sonic Robo Blast 2, uh, a 3D Sonic platformer, and then people modified that and came up with Sonic Robo Blast 2 Kart. So it's a... Uh, racing game that runs on the Doom engine with uh, sort of like Mario Kart 64 style graphics, you know, like you got the sprite characters and sprite rotations. Um, it comes with an insane cast list. <laughs> like it, it's, it gets awesome because uh, th there's the five base characters, Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Eggman, Metal Sonic, and then you have bonus characters, uh, including characters like the Motobug, uh, <laughs> you know, Mighty and Ray, what is um, the Moto Bug? He's the first enemy you see in Sonic the Hedgehog One, the little bug dude with the wheel. 
Uh, you can race as Doom um, Guy. You can race as Beat from Jet Set Radio. I'm I'm gonna have to ask you to pause for a second, Johnny, because I feel like I need to quote one of the great philosophers of our time, John Harrington. What? <laughs> and uh, it's 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 awesome, and uh, playing it makes me happy. It's uh, it's got a great multiplayer mode. Uh, you know, it's got all your standard kart racer things like items, like um, you've got speed shoes or sneakers, which give you a boost. Uh, you've got like enemies from Sonic 3 as power-ups. It's it's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Wait, enemies are power-ups? Yes. How the fuck does that work? Like, well, you know, like, um, you know, in Sonic 3, you've got in Hi- uh, Hydro, City C- uh, Hydro City Zone, you've got those little like shark jet things you can get those as an it's not a power button item you get those as an item and they, they kind of act like a red shell basically they track and hit an enemy um and then it's got levels from not just sonic games but they've got uh, a daytona speedway zone map uh they've got levels based on mario kart tracks <laughs> they've got the moon of no kid <laughs> this looks pretty cool guy it's it's awesome it is awesome. It's free. It's great. It's got a shit ton of content in it, and there's mods, so you can get more characters. Like you can play as Sephiroth. Um, who else did I find? <laughs> Please tell me if you play with Sephiroth, he has his sword like on his back, and it just drags six feet behind him. I don't know, uh, but you can play as a uh, Johnny Bravo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quote and curly brace from um, uh, Cave Story. Uh, all cool. the all the Eevee evolutions. Um, I don't know, man. Like anything you want, basically, it it probably exists. Yeah, exactly. It's a fan game. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it. Yeah. What is what is even reality? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, uh, if you look up any any videos of this, it's just it's just it's just it's very fast paced and insane. It looks amazing, and it is amazing because I've played it. It's one of the few games on the show in recent times that I've actually played. It's quite good. Well, that good. That is good. That really scores it some points, John. Like, <laughs> I, I would be disappointed to learn that you brought a fan game on the show and hadn't played it. That would really piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, have any of you guys played this game? No, but it looks uh, cool. No, I'm... I've never heard Where can I buy it, John? Ask me you in a can't. week. <laughs> you can only download it for, you know, PC. Um, you can play on Linux. Uh, <laughs> but there's so no... never play it. <laughs> there's no Switch port. Well, up. no, it's on Windows also. Yeah. And, yeah, but uh, you can play it on Linux, therefore I'll never play it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take principled stances at some point in your life, and if anything could be done on Linux, I don't do it on my computer. Um, oh, they've even managed to... Somebody ported all the Mario Kart 64 characters in, <laughs> so you can play as all of them. All of them? Yeah. There's eight. All eight. But, yeah, but you know, it's... Yeah. You can uh, you can play. They they, they they took the time to get them all in there. Yeah. Oh so. man. Tay in the chat is hitting us with a nice piece of knowledge. This game has absolutely no single player content outside of Time Attack. There are no CPUs. To get the full experience, you must rely on split screen or online multiplayer. Yes. Yeah. The online multiplayer uh. is really the key. Um, or split screen. 
Uh, I've done a lot of the time attack on my own, and it's it's still pretty fun. I do enjoy the time attack, trying to earn medals and all that. Um, but the multiplayer is where it's at. That's that's what it's all about. Is there matchmaking? Yeah. Literally. Uh, I don't know what matchmaking is really because I've so heard you play with. Like, there's a server you connect to. <laughs> who do you know that's played this? Who, no. who are you playing with? So you what connect... weird deviant freaks did you find <laughs> on the internet that are playing this with you? No, so you, you connect to the master server list, and that has, like, all the games that people are hosting, right? I don't know. Like, oh, so... the, I don't think it's matchmaking in the sense of, like, it ranks you and all that crap, but, you know, you can, you can jump into games. Like, there's okay, a built-in uh, game browser. As long as it's not like you have to do some kind of weird thing with your like port forwarding or whatever. Uh, to host a game, you have to, but to play yeah. with other people, no. Like if oh, you just want to join I will games, not be you forwarding don't, my goddamn ports. You don't have to do anything for that. Dude, I'm looking at some of these uh, these gifts that are being shared in the chat right now. This game looks fucking colorful and of a time. Like you know, I would have liked to have seen this for say something like the Sega Saturn. Like it's got quite the look to it. Yeah, but uh. I'm looking Man. at the character roster. Um, you c can play as a metal slug tank. You can play as Danny DeVito. You can play <laughs> as Betty Boop. <laughs> like, right, this is where you start losing me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I saw one where you play as like Kirby, but he's eating a car. <laughs> like, like he's, oh, he's mouthful mode. Yeah, mouthful, mouthful mode. Kirby, the yeah, yeah. thing from the the game that came out last week. Yep, that's pretty. Somebody's great. already done that. Yeah, dope. <laughs> Man. Uh, apparently you can play as a Voltorb, and it's just like a the ball Voltorb? in a cart. Oh, okay, that's even sillier. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this game? Yeah, man. It's amazing, guys. I mean, it makes me happy to know that people are out there just making wacky shit like this. I wish this was official. Like, I, I you know, I'm not going to seek this out. I'm not going to download this and put it on my computer. This sounds like a virus, John. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? I, okay, I won't, won't be having it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. McAfee says no, so I say no. <laughs> You know, I, I said my spy search man. and destroy after this, and it searched and destroyed this game. <laughs> what the um, fuck? They added Slenderman? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, how can you not add Slenderman, David? It exists on the internet, so... That's you true, know, yeah. You have to have it. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about Slenderman for a while, guys. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> um, this... No, wait. Let's not. <laughs> Yeah. I like how they have Mario and then Hotel Mario. I'm worried <laughs> that we've cracked the like cracked open fan games now that this show is just gonna completely fall apart, John. This can't be a thing that happens. I don't know what to tell you, man. I uh... I'm just saying because I mean, is, is there original music composed for this game, or did they no. just borrow everything else? Everything's like, borrowed. <laughs> There's yeah, absolutely exactly. no original music. See, this is fucking you know. You, you could make a fucking game every week, John, and say that you fucking you know, say that you've chosen that soundtrack. You know, we cannot have this, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're gonna have to game over yourself. Game over! Is Raul Julia in the game? I don't think uh, he is, no. You yeah, know, I'm maybe. looking at the list Good of pull. characters, and honestly, probably. 
Yeah, we should probably be. find an M. Bison, specifically Raul Julia's M. Bison. Oh, no, 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 not, not M. Bison Raul Julia. Gomez Adams. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to race his uh, M. Bison Raul Julia. He was sick. He was dying of cancer. I want to race his <laughs> Gomez, baby. I So, apparently, there's... Um, I just recently learned about this, and I'm going to go off on a tangent. Adam's Appar- family values cart. Apparently, there is some movie about, like time traveling into the era of Frankenstein and Raul Julia plays Victor Frankenstein and that sounds like an amazing casting decision. It does sound like a very good casting decision. I, I'm, I'm very intrigued by that. <laughs> I, I don't know of what movie you speak, but if it exists I'm, uh, I'm interested in it. Uh, Johnny, can you play as Frankenstein in the game? Um, probably. Either Everybody's here, man. Old all of them. <laughs> They're all here. It really is the Smash Bros. of fan-made kart racers. Everybody's <laughs> here. Um, oh man, I, you know, I'm not. I'm not against it, Johnny. I'm just not for it being on this show. <laughs> like this, again, I have to take a strong stance against this. I had to find a Sonic game. This show. I had to find a Sonic game because Sonic the Hedgehog Two comes out Friday. I found a fucking Sonic Team game, Johnny. Did yeah. you ever consider looking at that? Nope. Absolutely not. Yeah. You should have. Because, you know, <laughs> guess what? Knights. Uh, apparently made by Sonic Team. Doesn't have Sonic in it, but it's Sonic Team's game. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> Don't forget that, John. Sonic Team does more than just Sonic. Hmm? Hmm? Mm. You're not interested in that, are you? Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, uh, you know, no blue. No, uh, no deal for Johnny. Um, Johnny, fuck all this noise. Let's keep going. Game five. Mm.
All right, so um, enemies in this game are referred to as Nephilim, which is a reference to giant beasts that existed in biblical times. Gentlemen, um, who has their guesses slash answers ready? Super ready. Yeah. So ready. Let's see them. <laughs> um, so Jesse says Elden Ring. Sadly incorrect. Um, John Harrington says Sonic Bible Nonsense Cart. Sadly incorrect. Uh, oh. John Regan has the correct answer. This is Dawn of the Monsters. Yes, what? this is Dawn of the Monsters. Um, this is a beat-em-up starring Kaiju published by WayForward. This what? game makes huh. me so damn happy. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I can see why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this ticks so many of my boxes. Um, this game is fucking great. Okay, um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ask the question we're all thinking. Is there a Shantae Kaiju that you fight? Sadly, no. Oh, not but, interested. See, WayForward <laughs> cool. um, didn't develop the game. It was actually developed by 13AM, who did Runbow. Um, WayForward just published it. Although... If you could fight Squid Baron, I would die happy. Um, 
But yeah, it's basically just like a classic side-scrolling beat-em-up game. You're just a giant monster pounding the shit out of other giant monsters. Um, You've got four main characters. There is um, Megadon, who for legal purposes is 100% not Godzilla. No, Um, no, no, certainly not, David. Uh, Yeah. Does it it use fusion breath? Uh, No, actually fire breath. Plus, Megadon is bright red, um, whereas Godzilla is like a blue-gray. So, like, it's totally different. Yeah, it's not the same. Totally. Yeah. Um, there's Aegis Prime and Tempest Galahad, who are, like, mecha suits. But what's cool is it's not just, like, humans piloting giant robots. Um, Tempest Galahad is a person in a giant mech suit. Um, Aegis Prime is kind of just, like, a regular dude who super sentais himself into a giant robot form. So he's, like, Ultraman slash Jet Jaguar. And then um, my Mm -hmm. personal favorite is Ganyra, who is a giant crab monster. Yes. Every... Every character, you've got your basic, like, light attacks, heavy attacks, a dash attack, you can block, you can parry, um, and then you build up a rage meter, and that rage meter will let you use special moves, and the more you use those, you build up your cataclysm meter, and once that's full, you have, like, a screen-clearing attack, um, so every character has unique special moves, um, one of... Ganyra's special moves is because she's kind of like queen of the seas monsters and whatnot she just straight up summons a crab monster and you have like a minion um oh dope but she herself is a crab monster yes she summons a smaller crab monster to attack team attack I like it crabby friend Mm -hmm. and like every character's special moves give a distinct status effect Um, so there's strategy in who you pick because of, you know, different attributes and different moves, but also you can inflict different statuses. So like Megadon breathes fire, which causes a burn effect that does damage over time. Um, Ganyra, she, it's, I think it's called like drenching where it's kind of like a water freeze attack and all of the characters that you hit with it, all the enemies, they move slower. So she's like kind that. of like the slow heavy hitter. And if you've ever played Hagar in Finer Final Fight, like all the fast enemies will whoop your ass. You can kind of just slow them down. So then you can build space and like get a combo and everything. It's a really cool mechanic. I dig it, man. Yeah, that was uh, cool. So how much of this is King of the Monsters? You know, for legal purposes, it's no, not because very because that was the thing. King of the Monsters for legal purposes couldn't be all the things it was imitating back in like 1991. So, how much of this is also King of the Monsters? Like, you know, how how many degrees removed from all the things they were imitating is this now? <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Godzilla King of the Monsters, the movie. No, that I meant the SNK arcade game. Okay. The, the beat 'em up where you're playing is Kaiju Monsters. <laughs> um. It's it's more like a, a more modern, updated version. Like, the combat's super fluid. It looks amazing. It has, like, that stylized comic book look to it. There's That's a what sub- I was also going to ask. The artwork that I'm seeing from Google searching it, it looks 
highly stylized. Is it cell shaded? I don't know if it's cell shaded. Um, it definitely. Maybe I've seen a lot of concept art of you know nice looking like cartoony kaiju's. Well, it definitely like looks cell shaded. I don't know if it's like. 2D hand-drawn, or if it's just sure. 3D models that are designed to look. But, yeah, like, it looks like a manga come to life. Um, David, let me ask you also something real quick. How do you pluralize kaiju? Is it kaijus, or is it kaiju? It's kaiju. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, it's just a single thing. Okay, um, yeah, gotcha. It has a surprisingly <laughs> like, deep story. Like, the human characters are usually the most boring parts of these, but like the human characters are well written and you it's kind of like Pacific Rim where there's this like government organization that says oh these monsters are invading fuck it let's just build something and beat them up um and it it really has a big scale to it because you can grab buildings and hit monsters with them you can throw monsters into buildings um it's it's so fucking fun never forget <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, Jesse. Was that asking how you heal in this game? I'd yes. be happy to tell you. <laughs> so like, yeah, because you know, in a in a normal like beat 'em up, you just kick over an oil can and there's a rotisserie chicken. There sadly are not three story tall rotisserie chickens. Um, the way that you heal is there are special like execution attacks where what you do is you get an enemy down to a low enough level of health and you grab them, you kind of like steal their life energy and then rip their head off. But you're still holding on to their head, so their head becomes a weapon. So instead of like picking up a random pipe on the ground, you just rip a monster's head off and then use that to beat other monsters with. This game is so fucking fun, guys. It's pretty great. I love it. Yeah. It just—it awesome. seriously takes me back to being like an eight-year-old on a Saturday afternoon, watching old Godzilla and Harryhausen movies on a Saturday afternoon. Like, it's so good. Now, David, I, you know, I feel like it, we haven't talked about this. Uh, maybe not on stream. Um, how'd you feel about Godzilla versus Kong? You know. I I was hoping for good vibes on this. <laughs> I I enjoyed Godzilla versus Kong. Wait, are, we're talking about the new one, right? Not the like seventies one. The one that came out on like HBO Max last year or whatever. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I was just surprised that it was very Kong focused. Like mm. I thought it would be a little more balanced. Um, but no, I sure. definitely enjoyed it, and the fight scenes were amazing. Yeah. That was uh, that was my you know cheap thrills. That movie is the fucking cheap thrills. The movie I fucking you know, love watching giant things beat each other up, and it was you know so utterly predictable at a point that a certain uh, villainous version of a character is showing up. It's like oh cool, great, this is gonna be dope. Oh this uh, yeah, mm, very good, very good. Uh, I like big things beating each other up and you know destroying cities. So this game sounds pretty good, David. Yeah, it's That's very fun. Very good, even. Um, I, I was hmm. I was reading reviews for it, and people were like, oh, you know, it can get a little repetitive at points. It's like, well, it's a beat-em-up. 
wrestling. Right. That's kind of par for the course. That's kind of yeah. like, yeah, I was playing this RPG, but, you know, the really strong attacks were held back by later levels, so I had to do a little grinding. It's like, well, yeah, that's that's what you do. Right. I kept having to move all these boxes around in this damn Russian puzzle game. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hated um, it. But no, this this game just makes me so damn happy. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Anytime where well, you can literally pick up a building and smash it on a monster, I'm fucking there. Yep. You know, it's uh, again, it's one, it's just one of those like things. It's like it's it's what we play games to do. You know, you want to do something fantastical. Yeah, I want to control a bunch of monsters. I'm you know, I'm sorry for the people in those buildings. You know, hopefully the game gives some kind of justification for why they've evacuated the entire city. It's the weekend and everyone's on vacation. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Alternatively, all the people in the buildings are evil. That's true, yeah. yeah, he, yeah all Hitler's the, clones. The fights only take place in Nazi cities. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, the weird thing is, is there's like four major areas and they're based on actual places. Um, one of them is Toronto for some reason. Like, no a lot offense of Nazis to Nazis in Toronto. Uh, is one of them no the offense Eagles. to Canada, but like, <laughs> sorry, eh? You never get kaiju in to, in Canada. Is, like, is, is one of them now, based okay, on the Eagle's Nest? Hitler's it's vacation home. The, the maple leaves blow so hard they can't get close. <laughs> I was going to ask uh, a legit question. Are there specific to each city attacks? Like, can you attack with like the CN Tower in Toronto, uh, and then like? Can you go to Degrassi? You know, is it distinctly Toronto? Like, is you know, you throw I mean, Tim Hortons at somebody? Is Drake there? I mean, most of the levels just kind of look like cities, sure. And can they you tell you it's Kaiju like Drake. You know, yeah. I, I love it. Kaiju in a wheelchair. I love yeah. the I love the idea of grabbing a Tim Hortons and smashing a Sophie's face, and coffee comes out like you hit him with a hot pot of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, that's a great fucking move right there. It's like and throwing a cup of coffee in someone's face except it's the whole Tim Hortons. <laughs> it actually idea, would be. It actually would be badass if, after clearing the Toronto stage, you unlock giant Scott Pilgrim. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. I uh, I know that would be particular wish fulfillment for you, David. Um, but yeah, so um, uh, are there more characters coming at some point, or is this uh, this kind of it? Like, is, um, as as far as I know, it's just the four characters. Um, okay, no Mothra, Rip, uh, not Mothra. Uh, sorry, you gotta make it legally distinct from Mothra. Uh, no uh, butterfly, butterflythra. You know, I I was kind of hoping there would be a like Mothra analog. Um, Flothra. Kinda... <laughs> From Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Off. <laughs> <laughs> now uh. I just want to play the game as Slothra, who is a giant <laughs> monster sloth. See, but also, yeah, I would play the game as a Mothra version of Sloane from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she. They wouldn't need to borrow Cameron's car if they fucking, uh, you know, if his girlfriend was a giant moth. <laughs> it's just me and Sarah with a moth head and she sprouts wings. Oh my god. Is one of the sh- city Chicago? Can you smash somebody's head with a giant bean? 
Oh god, and then oh, can god, you fucking wish. Can you do twist and shout in the parade? <laughs> so, yeah, um I was going to ask do you think Am I the only person here who has love for Gamera? Is there eventually going to be a Gamera-type uh, character in this game? Um, no, you're not the only person. Gamera is fucking awesome. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. It's a big turtle that sh throws himself like a frisbee and shoots flames out of his appendages. Like, yeah, like, I want that character. I call him. It's a fucking saber-toothed turtle. Yeah. That's dope. It was so dope. They had so many of his movies at my uh, fucking video rental place when I was a kid. It's like, well, you yeah, know, I guess we like this. <laughs> this <laughs> we do Gamera. We don't do Godzilla in this house. It's Gamera time, baby. <laughs> He's the friend of all children. Yeah, and see, that must be what it was. Once we had watched all the G.I. Joe and Muppet tapes, I had to go for the Gamera. Yeah, made sense. Mm. Logical go next step. I'm going to look that shit up. Yeah, uh, I miss my, sadly, my, my big turtle like boy. Muppets to Monsters, the mm, John Harrington God. story. All right, now, Leon, I don't <laughs> want to go off on a forever tangent here, but a Muppet kaiju uh, oh my God. is maybe the only thing left that we need in this world. Wait, who's that giant wait. hairy one? Wait, when you say Muppets. No, the big, he's Sweetums. like a man Muppet. Yeah, Swedish Swedish chef. No, so, no, Sweetums. Jamie's breaking up a little bit, but he's saying the Swedish No, <laughs> Are you talking about a kaiju-sized Muppet or a Muppet-sized kaiju? Yeah, a hundred Would you rather fight one kaiju-sized Muppet or a hundred Muppet-sized kaiju? <laughs> See, it depends on which kaiju we're talking about. And who's operating the Muppets? Like, yeah, is Frank Oz there? Because that you just fucked it. Because, like, yeah, if you turn Gamera into a Muppet-sized thing, he's just he's a pretty normal turtle at that point. You can still throw him, like... there's a hundred of them throw himself like a flaming frisbee it's it's kind of terrifying but i think i would take my chances on that versus even one kaiju sized fozzy bear like, yeah because like a kaiju sized fozzy bear is going to be controlled by waka, a kaiju <laughs> like just it's just it's just gamera you don't know that it could just be <laughs> like Fozzie. six thousand frank ozzes <laughs> right you know, one giant Frank Oz hand popping up from the underworld controlling this kaiju Fozzie bear. Uh, and you, but you, with like, you know, especially in the case of Fozzie, you gotta assume he's got like wacky props and he's just, he's gonna scream bad jokes and destroy the whole world. Yeah. I, just I like think I take my chance on the tiny cameras. <laughs> I love the idea of a kaiju Muppet like, I'm coming to destroy you. But I can't leave behind this line of buildings at my exactly, waist. Yeah. That's very you, important. You're gonna need to come interact with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, knock yeah, knock. Okay. <laughs> Last thing. Let's just go around the horn. Knock knock. Who's there? Kai. Kai who? Kai who? No, it's Kaiju. Waka waka. <laughs> I was gonna say, let's go around the horn and just decide, uh, name which Muppet would make the most terrifying kaiju. Johnny, go. Oh man, probably Sam the Eagle. God damn it! How'd you take Sam the Eagle from me, son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> David. You know, we can get into the debate if it's technically a Muppet or not, but my mind immediately went to a kaiju cookie monster. Well, yeah, that's terrifying, especially if your city's made of cookies. <laughs> um, Jesse? I'd like to really see a Statler and Waldorf kaiju. <laughs> <laughs>
They sit up in the mountains and just make fun of the city. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> monsters fighting. Oh, okay. Well, that's way better than my answer. Because seriously, you know, if you take animal and make him kaiju sized, humanity's finished. <laughs> Plain and simple. Like, <laughs> you would drum all over the whole fucking world, man. It would. You know, you can't stop that guy. Um, I can't believe how poor their city planning was. After our rampage, there's no city left. No! <laughs> God. The rights yeah, itself. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, we should really contact Disney about this. It needs to Puppets happen. take Monster Island. Yeah. <laughs> God. The Muppets go into the hollow earth and they sit on the throne and accept their magic axe. <laughs> Just makes sense. <laughs> Chef kiss. Yeah, Swedish chef. You know what else is hollow? The use of this IP. Oh, <laughs> my backside. Get your hand out of there. Oh, <laughs> Johnny, start the calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space. Boops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is. John Harrington. Really? Well, we tied, but I got game over, so technically I have zero. Okay, yeah, you're right. Thank you, Johnny, for remembering your horrendous performance on this episode. Well done. <laughs> uh, well done to you, Johnny, for remembering how bad you did. Um, well done to me for actually winning the episode. Fantastic. That's, that's great news, man. Um, man, I'm so happy to have won this episode. I... Uh, Mm, just you know, feeling good, feeling great. I I had a theme in mind until literally just a moment ago. I feel like I'm gonna replace it with an even dumber theme because you know I was thinking piggybacking off this week. You know we had good vibes this week. I kind of thought maybe next week we do some bad vibes. Ooh. You know, not even not games you hate, but like games that make you mad. And then. We started talking about Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> and, yeah, so I, I I love those guys, <laughs> and I I you know I can't decide is it well because we already did games with groups of characters, so yeah, it's not games with a games with a pair. It's uh, I think the next next theme. <laughs> Damn, that, you know, that's a wide-open theme right there, baby. Oh, it sure is, baby. <laughs> Games with pairs of anything. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, I, I think we're going to do either, either old games or <laughs> games with old characters. The theme for next week is old. The theme okay. for next week is that M. Night Shyamalan movie that came out last year. It's the beach that turns you old. Fuck. And... Yeah, that's uh, that's where we're going. We're going old. So old how? School. When? What is? What constitutes as old? That uh, you know, that's up to you to decide. Yeah, you're gonna have to fucking put yourself out there. <laughs> yeah, how old you feeling, baby? Because uh, it's 2022, guys. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but like, we're getting old. Well, the 90s is only like eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, do you want to <laughs> tell them? What was that fucking... I saw some idiotic thing. It was like Star Wars came out 
closer to the launch of World War One than it did to the modern day. And I was like, that can't be right. And I, I feel like it's not right, but it, maybe it's World War Two. Either way, we're old. I saw. <laughs> and, you know, I saw. Time, you know, time marches on. I Sadly. saw this thing on the internet, and oh, yeah. it, it, it had a minion on it. Stars. I read it. I shared it. <laughs> well, that's, that's impressive. I feel like most things with minions weren't read, just shared. No, you just see a minion, you hit share. That's how us olds <laughs> do it, baby. Banana. <laughs> I saw yeah. some idiotic thing. Oh, he must have checked the mirror. Oh, <laughs> 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 he posted a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, yeah, the theme next week is old. That's it. <laughs> Going for it. Statler and Waldorf, baby. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's, uh, that's what we're going with. Old characters or old games. If you want to fucking qualify that, feel free. I'm, uh, I'm for it. And um, I hear any objections? I'm trying yeah. to think of a Statler and Waldorf joke and I can't do it. Ah! <laughs> It's okay, Johnny. They're comedic geniuses. You're not expected to be able to think of things on the fly like that. We've talked to your wife. That's not the only thing you can't do. Oh! <laughs> God damn. Sailor <laughs> and Waldorf, they didn't go in on people like that, did they? I think they did. They're pretty fucking harsh. They're pretty yeah. catty bitches. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they are two old queens just sitting <laughs> up there in the fucking balcony. I mean, it, it's never really discussed just how old and gay Stadler and Waldorf are. They're the, the answer to both is very, yeah, very. Together. They're just sitting there in that theater, like the only men attending that theater sometimes, and they've got just ooh, you know remarks for those performers. Uh, I love it. They're they're some of my favorite characters. They're the best. Um, anyway. Uh, we love Statler, we love Waldorf, um, and we love you guys for listening. What a what a fucking episode it's been. Thank you to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We're in your podcast devices on Tuesday mornings. Check us out, GameThatTune.com, or anywhere you get your podcasts. We super appreciate you guys listening. Um, we want to give a shout out to everybody checking out Patreon, patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We've got covered up. We've got mixtapes. We've got game that tune gems. We've got movie commentaries. Uh, I think we're going to try and get another movie commentary going again this week. We need to get back in the saddle for that, back in the swing of things. Um, cause you know, we just love hanging out and giving you guys a lot of fun stuff over there at Patreon. Uh, want to give a shout out, especially to our absurd fans on Patreon, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsettled Zebra, and Akadar, a fantastic group of patrons that we have at patreon.com slash game that tune. Uh, David took the request this week, and our request was from... Uh, Tay in our Discord. Tay in the Discord, that's Taylor Y on Patreon, baby. Tay, fantastic request. You can make your request via our Discord server, or you can hit us up on Twitter at GameThatTune, or hit us up GameThatTune at gmail.com. Uh, we encourage you guys to join our Discord, hang out with us. Um, any of the songs that we play tonight, music that we play tonight, is going to show up on our radio stream, radio.gamethatune.com. Check us out there. We appreciate you guys hanging out and loving that radio stream. Um, and I think there's nothing else. So, you know, we gotta, we gotta send it home with, uh, you know, the big reveal, my bonus tunes. Um, 
you know, one of the big, uh, big things about this game, Knights, I don't know if you've heard of this game that I talked about for a short period earlier tonight. Um, it, it makes me happy, this game. However, certain songs might inspire different feelings in me. You know, there's something about some of the music in these games that just hits you right in the fucking nostalgia bones. And I'm not saying that this game makes me sad because it doesn't. I love nights. It makes me very happy. But the theme, Dreams, Dreams, uh, the ending version sung by these sweet children. I don't know what it is about kids singing songs. It just uh, it, it hits me back in my fucking, you know, my old bone. Makes me sad that I'm not a kid anymore. It, uh, it gets me all choked up. So my bonus tunes is Dreams, Dreams, the credits theme from Nights into Dreams. And we'll see you next week. And we love you guys. Peace out, everybody. Yeah. See if I can get those tears going. Here it comes.
nothing. Uh, Elden Ring is copyright 2022 from Software and Bandai Namco Entertainment. Slime Rancher is copyright 2017 Monomi Park. Nights into Dreams is copyright 1996 Sega Games Company Limited. Sonic Robo Blast 2 Kart is copyright no one. <laughs> Dawn of the Monsters is copyright 2021 13 AM Games. Yeah, I was listening to the uh, the end theme from Nights earlier, and I started fucking crying a little bit. Mm. Something about it. Uh, it's been just right. I get it. But I drank enough to dull those feelings, so no show for the fucking video. Ha! It's like the you know the sweet children singing. You know. I think it's probably it's like dead mom stuff. Mmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. But uh, yeah, also I get nostalgic over kids singing sweet things <laughs> like you know. Katamari Damacy's got stuff like that. I'm like, wait, why am I feeling weird about this? <laughs> Something about kids belting it out just makes me feel sad and happy at the same time. I don't, it's conflicted. You're a dad. That's why. 